Welcome home. This is Audio EXP for the 23rd of April 2022. And the title of this episode is The $100 million Hasbro Hit. Outland Arts is in the spotlight this month, as voted for by patrons. And good news, I have all sorts of great responses from Outland, but I've not yet written up the piece. I will get that done before the end of the month. If you are a patron, then you will get to vote for next month's winner as well. And as a reminder, the candidates are Sixel Publishing, Elven Tower, Douglas Snook, Moth Eaton Press, and Serious Wiseness. Life is hectic right now, and given all that's going on in the world, I can't complain. I am also now booked into my first RPG convention in years. I'm going to Tabletop Scotland in August. Let me know if you're going too. I will use the Invents channel for live updates in the still-in-soft-launch Geek Native Discord. But I'm pumped. I'm also pumped for Love, Death and Robots, which returns to Netflix for Season 3 fairly soon. The first trailer is out. These animated shorts are what happens when Deadpool's Tim Miller collabs with Mindhunter's David Finchner. I'm also pumped for Midnight. Now, what's that? Three pumps? Oh dear, and on a podcast. Now, Midnight is a 5e setting in which the Dark God won. I, I find it hard to get that excited by 5e settings now. And this is a second edition too. But I'm interested to see what Edge does with it. It, it has been a big week for 5e with D&D Direct happening. Here's a summary. Spelldrammer Adventures in Space is coming to 5e. That's a space opera with flying ships that travel between planets. There will be three books. There's the Astral Adventures Guide, that's the setting. There's Boo's Astral Meanderie, that's the monster book. And then there's The Light of Ixaris, the adventure. There's a new starter set with digital integration and the adventure Dragons of Stormwreck Isle, that's coming. A Dragonlance board game and adventure book are coming. I'm not sure, but I sense Watsi has been a bit sly here, as something isn't quite lining up with the language they're using to describe those plans. We'll see. A partnership with WizKids is bringing the board game D&D Onslaught to us, and Watsi's own efforts will produce two physical campaign cases of terrain and creature tokens. We know that the D&D movie will be called Honour Among Thieves, and that improvements continue to happen to Baldur's Gate 3. And that reminds me, the game was still in early launch. It's not officially out yet. There's also a Dragon Slayer update coming to the MMORPG Neverwinter, and an actual play series with Deborah Ann Wall and other big names called Legends of the Multiverse. And that will start this week. What do you think of Wizards of the Coast's directions and topics? Have they made good choices? I can tell you, that Alta Fox isn't pleased with the parent company, Hasbro. To recap, the shareholders urged that Wizards of the Coast be spun out, and I suggested this was a precursor to sales plans. Hasbro said no. Officially, Alta Fox has hit back with six questions, and some of them feel very personal. They're singling out the brand new Wizards of the Coast boss, Cynthia Williams. The six questions are, why has Hasbro 
push back the record date for the 2022 annual meeting of shareholders? Why is Hasbro forcing a costly election instead of accepting a modest board refresh and a capital allocation review? Why did Hasbro expand its board to 13 members instead of carrying out a viable director refresh? Why did Hasbro feel it was appropriate for Cynthia W. Williams, the newly appointed president of Wizards of the Coast, to join another public company's board within two months of being appointed to her new role? How did the board determine so quickly that a spin-off of Wizards of the Coast was ill-advised, and why will it not share this analysis with shareholders? Why is the board resistant to forming a capital allocations committee when investments, such as the Entertainment One deal, will have been value-destructive? It feels like Hasbro is on choppy waters, but hardly their fault. The company, for example, thankfully pulled out of Russia, do you know how much that will cost them? A hundred million. Wow. Combine that with the lingering COVID-19 warehouse and shipping delays and the next few months will be rough. Prices will go up. I expect future D&D books will be more expensive, but I think they will include digital and have other form factors that will obscure the costs a little. My new, a hundred million is how much Russia costs, D&D Beyond costs $150 million. A more personal Ukraine invasion and money story comes from Steve Jackson Games. They and Munchkin artist John Kovalik have a fundraising t-shirt on sale at Redbubble. It looks great, but scammers have ripped off the art and are selling knockoffs, and that means the Ukraine food charity gets nothing. What a double scum thing to do. I think Steamforged Games have had a rough time, but are a good example of not being scum. Their new Dark Souls RPG is riddled with mistakes. But they are owning the mess, and they have announced that they will reprint and redo it all. Steamforged Games did so quickly. It's expensive, bald, but fair. They also, this week, drew our attention to the first official RuneScape minis that they'll be releasing for the next RuneScape board game. I'll forgive them the distraction. It might have been planned news. It's surely welcome news. As with last week, I've been keeping my eyes open for freebies that might be worth talking about. And there are a few more to consider this week. Ahead of a Kickstarter launch, there's Alan Turkus at the Eye of Everywhere. That's a sci-fi 5e with a portal and a disc of a city. Live on Kickstarter right now, there's Creed's Codex, Arcane Secrets of the Summoners. Night Vision Creative has a free preview on DriveThruRPG. There's no Kickstarter in sight, and the final product is out anyway, but only recently, Night Errant Media has released a free jumpstart for the Titan Effect Declassified Edition. That's a Mass Effect meets James Bond's Savage World setting. And lastly, before I scurry off to do some a walking challenge for Earth Day, and turn my steps into trees, let me share some bundle news. In the bundle of holding, there's Zozer Games' Cepheus engine-powered sci-fi hostile, imagine the Aliens movie and you'll get it, on Humble, they use the Eisner-winning graphic novel collection from Terry Moore, 
and then there's more Black Library Warhammer 40k fiction and Tales from the Space Marine chapters. You can find those links via the show notes. And on that note, let's wrap up there, save the planet, and I'll see you next week. <laughs>